0: Mm. Hello, hello everyone. This is Learning to Fly the Podcast, and I've decided that today is a good day to share some of my poems from the Poetry Marathon and talk a little bit about that experience. Um, It was different than it has been in previous years, and I'm not sure how I feel about that even now as we're a month after the event. Um, but I do know for sure that I will be running my own version of the Poetry Marathon, um, in celebration of New Year's and New Year's Eve. And I'll probably run my own in the summer of next year as well. So if that's something you're interested in, make sure to stay tuned to all things Sincerely Blue Jay. Um, and for hour one, I wrote on the prompt, Early Morning Thoughts, and it was indeed 6am. So the poem goes like this. Waking up, coffee in hand, the sun still isn't here. Rain clouds coat the sky in layers of silver linings and potential. I am exactly where I need to be, even if I cannot name this place. Sip espresso on the veranda with my mother, or smell wild mint crawling up the driveway of people I love and miss. And then hour two is also about um, coffee at sunrise, so that was kind of fun. Um, hour three was missing the veranda, so we were still on about coffee. Hour four. Who we could be. If only you could have found it in your heart to stay. We could be gardening and sharing coffee <laughs> We could be painting promises and singing daydreams to the world. If only you could have found it a little bit stronger, we could have become a gentle breeze or a midnight melody or a future that could have changed all futures. If only you could have seen just how incredible we could be. If we could have just stuck together. Um, Hour five was Sip on Summer, hour six was Embracing Change, and something I really loved about doing the Poetry Marathon this way, um, I had some friends with me, so one was working on an album, one was working on the 24-hour novel, actually two were working on the 24-hour novel, and one was working on an album, and it was really fun because we're all working on different projects and we all have slightly different deadlines with the same 24-hour goal, and we're all uplifting each other and inspiring each other and whatnot and we're taking pictures and we're doing these like out of context quotes because there's so much going on and um one of my favorite things about writing with others is that I'll ask them to leave notes in my notebook and even switching to digital and using an iPad and good notes and all of that I'm still getting these notes and it makes my day and I found one of the notes from the marathon is right here next to my hour six and so that made me really laugh and giggle um hour seven is titled pastel ghosts so since this one kind of ties into my most recent release how many drafts to home let me read it to you i've been haunted by things i did not know do but should have, and I've been plagued by chamomile, the very thing I was promised would heal me, and I've been tortured by possibility the pastel ghosts came from me trying to give a face to my demons, and evolved into comfort unlike any other. Similar to the sunflower girlies, curling their hair and pressing on nails razor-sharp and crying in their cars. But do not worry. We all grow from uncomfortable phases. These pasts and mistakes are great lessons. Sometimes, you just make your best friends in the most unlikely places at the worst times, and there is still beauty in that. And then I drew a bunch of pastel ghosts that have um like flowers or moons or things in place of their hearts. Hour eight was crumpled pages. Hour nine was Nicknames Outlive You and it was very clearly lunchtime. <laughs> Hour ten, Away with the butterflies and the person who had been working on the album had rearrived And it was really funny because she got stuck in a flood on the way back to us. And we're all freaking out. We're all like, is she okay? Is she okay? And then she gets here and she knocks her album out of the park. And it was really incredible. Um, And that poem was Away with the Butterflies. We used to go to the art gallery with all the gorgeous gardens and all the famous to us statues to watch the frogs, listen to the birds, and cover ourselves in sharpie poetry. We used to go to concerts for charity, singing along to songs we didn't even realize we knew, and danced with strangers who were so good at reminding us to stay kind, stay gentle, stay wild, stay whatever. We used to go to each other's houses covered in things we'd rather not remember, weighed down by problems that were not ours to solve. These days you're out soaring away with the butterflies, and none of those places have been the same since you went away. Hour eleven was exploring the wonder. Hour twelve, what you want to remember. And another little note. <laughs> Um, hour 13, to jazz it up, I switched to Good Note 6 as part of their trial, and I did end up keeping it. Um, and I also got the magic paper thing, and so I have a new color scheme for the rest of the Poetry Marathon in my notes, and I really love it. It's, uh, fun. Um, hour 13 was, I don't actually remember which prompt it was. Fabric flowers. The boy who gave me cloth origami hearts and engraved sheet music and silk black roses didn't last, though he put in all the right moves. He was here for the lesson that you really should appreciate what you've got while you have it. And then there are the ones who brought me postcards from all around the world and tried to write all the things they thought I needed to hear. That was my fault. I wasn't in the right place for that kind of genuine sweetness, and now now he's got someone who can re- reciprocate and keep better track of the memories. There were some poets resting at the bottom of their own inkwells, making skeletons out of nothing and storms out of a single cloud. They all had potential to be incredible, but took the craft a little too far for their own good. And like, like confined like, but it's truly opposites that attract when it comes to matters of the heart. And now I know what my voice sounds like, I'm not afraid to speak, and my honey, he makes mistakes, so do I, but we always come back from them, with the help of each other, Plus, he can always make me laugh at the end of the days that have me in tears. There's something to be said for the way we carry trinkets through our lives and the mementos of the chapters that just didn't need to expand. But the silk flowers, the postcards, the poetry, I do still have it all. Hour 14 was um, paint splattered. Hour 15. I don't know why I stopped writing my prompts. This is bugging me. Um, I don't remember what hour 15 was. 16 was about uh, nursing homes and fireflies our 17 was about trying to be perfect and then we have a series of photos uh, that got added to the page um, the person working on their album finished it and the two that were working on 24-hour novels were getting ready to pause for the day uh, and pick up the next day because um We were all working on different challenges. We tailored them to our own, like, health and physical needs. Um, And so we were celebrating that somebody had succeeded, and the other two were at a good pausing point. And we took these um, pictures, and they look like prom photos. Well, one of them looks like a prom photo, one of them looks like a very failed prom photo. Um, So we added those into the page, and they're really, really cute. Um, And then hour 18... I really don't remember what this prompt was, and that's bugging me, Um, but you could tell that I was starting to get really sleepy because the whole page is covered in these, um, I'm doing something called the 100 Days of Sketching, and so it's covered in pictures from the very early days of the 100 Days of Sketching, and um, like little commentary about them and, and commentary about the poems, you could tell sleep was hitting. Uh, Hour 19 was the artist's hour, and it is midnight now, the witching hour. I am drinking honeyed whiskey and writing in something other than obsidian ink. So clearly, whatever is haunting me now is not you. It is not cinnamon or orange juice. I am not sobbing at the cities we did not get to visit or the poems you chose to read. So process of elimination, this is not about you. It will be the storm's prime time soon, with more flooding and too much unnoticed magic. Shortly after that, it will be the artist's hour, and even the things that have never made sense to anyone, regardless of their mental state or abilities, will be crystal and powerful. People who gather and revel and you, you will realize just how much there was to miss. You will understand the haunting of a lingering poem the way the computer eats thoughts from us all. And time will continue to fly by because I have conditioned myself to this and for all the right reasons, no one would ever notice the cracks. And the next page, um the shortly after the poetry marathon we all got back together and we were hanging out and we could have done blue Jay we excuse me we could have done blue Nest. we could have just hung out we could have just had a great time and we ended up having a fabulous time and one of my friends drew this uh frog and the frog is modeled after one of our other friends. And so it has become a sticker in my good notes book and it has peppered the poetry marathon things. And it's just great. It's lovely. It's amazing. Um, I'm gonna turn you into a frog. Hour <laughs> twenty is about progress. Hour twenty one is about music and things that are left behind. Um, and hour 21 is where things really started feeling just impossible and my brain is like I know I can do this. I know I can do this. Why am I doing this? What is happening? And it felt like hour 21 was like 10 hours. It didn't feel like it was just a regular hour. Um, part of that is obviously because it had it truly is a marathon. Part of that was because I was starting to be alone. Everyone had gone to bed or had left. Um, and, you know, you're just so close to the end of it that you're, you're just, um, caught up in the experience and, and you're starting to recognize just how far you've come, but how much longer you have to go. Hour 22, uh, there are things I'm hoping you'll realize. The pages get thinner and thinner and as you not only near the end, but feel it so completely in your soul. That this is just another step along a path you have been choosing since the beginning of your story. But, mo- but the most important takeaway is that wrapping up ideas is almost never, so rarely ever as clean and as tidy and nowhere near as final as everyone likes to believe there is always something el- somewhere else to go something else to say or someone le- else left to be there is always more and then at that point i had hit a word goal within all of my poetry and my friends had gotten me this little um They just said it was for a milestone, and it ended up being a stuffed purple and gold owl. And uh, the next poem is about that. Hour 24 is about hope and and the ending. And then I did a bonus poem that is all about the owl and how her name is Moonlight and how wonderful she is and how wonderfully she fit into the whole project, um, despite being given to me on a whim and uh since we're talking about the poetry marathon um it was very different this year in the fact that there were a lot of people playing catch-up so they were waiting until like hour they would write hours one two and three or something similar to that and then come hour 18 they're catching up for all their missed hours and I guess you can do that. Um, I guess there's nothing in the rules that you can't do that. But to me, it felt like cheating. Um, And I was, in every single hour, I was writing a poem. I was converting it to Canva. I was posting it to the website. I was entertaining on Twitch and raising money for charity, which we did end up raising a ton of money for to write Love in Her Arms. So thank you so much to everybody who helped make that possible. And, um it was really a great experience but i was doing all of that in every contained hour as well as like entertaining my friends and making sure we were all eating and, and had coffee and water and, and all the things um and then the next hour would come and i would do it all again and so people playing catch up to me felt like cheating i know it's not um but i don't remember there being as many people in previous years who were playing catch up and the other thing is that this year they every year the Poetry Marathon has an anthology and this year the anthology is very very different from previous years and I have a lot of mixed feelings about that and it's too late to submit if you haven't um, but I submitted and I'm very interested in seeing how that plays out and I will let you guys know more about that at a later date, but it's just, it's so different from the usual process and it's gonna look so different this year that I really don't know what to expect or if it's gonna be worth it or any of those things. Um, So it was a very, it was a wonderful experience because I made it something wonderful, but I think there were a lot of changes that Mm -hmm. left me feeling confused and upset and undervalued, despite putting in the effort for this marathon. Um, and I do think it was a really great opportunity because it did spark a couple of other projects and it did get me you know, to connect with people that I love and it did raise a bunch of money. But um, it was a very, very different experience, and I can't wait until we do our own New Year's. Some more information is coming about that very, very soon, and if you'd like to participate, we would love to have you. And um, I think that's pretty much it. Thanks so much for listening to to today's episode of the Learning to Fly podcast As always, we'll be back tomorrow with more inspiration and big conversations and all the things you know and love from this place. And I hope you're having a fantastic day. I'll see you again tomorrow on the Learning to Fly podcast.